Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together, verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else. God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So, if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So, if you have your Bible, feel free to read along, and if not, no problem. We'll put it all together for you. So, let's get started. Today, we are starting a new uh, book of the Bible, the book of Proverbs. We've just completed our wonderful study of Ephesians, uh, and before that, the wonderful study of Psalms. Now, Proverbs has always been a book that I've wanted to read, I must confess, but I've never gotten through it. Um, it's one of those books, sort of like the Psalms, you pick out you know, a few good verses here and there and sort of say, you know, these are some good quotes and you know, they, they just kind of fit and you can sort of make biblical points with them. Um, but uh, on the other hand, it's... Um, it's a book that, um, as Dr. McGee says, you can you can you can also read uh, from beginning to end, and uh, it has a theme, and uh, it's a book that um, you can read and get a lot out of with with regular study. So uh, I'm excited. I'm not sure where this is going to take us. I'm not sure how it's going to feel to do a study on Proverbs. Um, it's it's uh, almost like. Uh, my my first impression would be is it sort of like reading the dictionary like every other couple of lines is a completely different topic i'm not sure but i'm willing to jump in with you and we'll walk through it together so uh let me just read uh, the verses we're focused on today where mcgee focuses on uh, on verse one to six and i might throw in seven just uh down below because my bible uh is partitioned off after seven verses so this the first six to seven verses is sort of the purpose and the theme for the whole book of proverbs so let's jump in again this is written uh, most of these are written by solomon uh who again with king was king david's son and uh, solomon was uh uh, supposed to be one of the wisest men to ever live. Uh, God asked him he could have anything he wanted, and he, he prayed for wisdom, and God gave it to him in spades. So without going too much deeper into that, let's just read the first uh, few uh, first uh, introductory verses and then try to react to them. Uh, verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. For gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding the words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, 
knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. For understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, a lot of lofty words here. Um, a lot of um, uh, foreshadowings of, of what we're to study. Um, one of the things that McGee points out right at the beginning is um, knowledge is information, um, but wisdom is how to apply that knowledge. And um, again, when it's talking about knowledge and wisdom here, it's talking about wisdom uh, for understanding words and insights. He's, uh, McGee makes the point that this is understanding Christ. Christ is the Word. The Word is from God. We are to understand the Word. Um, we are to understand the wisdom. We are to have the mind of Christ. Um, the, um, the Psalms make the point that fools are ones who reject God and say there is no God. Um, fools despise wisdom. This is... This is when it's talking about wisdom, it's talking about wisdom that comes from from God, not wisdom that comes from man. Because there man has no wisdom. It's only his folly. The only wisdom is God's wisdom. It's the only thing that lasts. Now we think um we sometimes compete for God's wisdom with our own wisdom, but it's really not wisdom. Because if it was wisdom, it would last. Um the wisdom of this world tends to say uh, it's wise and um, or the knowledge of this world um, and tends to try to pass off his wisdom uh, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of people walking around with book bags over their shoulders going to college or going to school with a lot of books in it or a lot of computers and uh, that is passed off as knowledge I mean there is knowledge we have knowledge in colleges today but that doesn't necessarily mean it's wise. It's wisdom. And um, so we want to be wise. We want to be, we want to be able to take data, take information, take knowledge. You know, knowledge, we can, we sure we can see what's in the world, but there's a lot of knowledge from God. And wisdom is how to apply that knowledge. And we want to be able to apply God's knowledge to our world for our living, for our instruction uh, in prudent behavior. We want to have principled behavior. Our behavior needs to reflect the wisdom. If the behavior doesn't reflect the wisdom, then um, it's not really applied and it's really worthless. The knowledge is worthless because it can't be applied. Have you ever, it would be like a patient laying, dying in a hospital bed and the doctor comes in and the doctor was trained at the finest medical schools and residencies in the world and the doctor was the most renowned doctor in the world. But if the doctor doesn't know how to talk to the patient or if the doctor doesn't know how to help the patient, the, the pa it doesn't really matter how much knowledge the doctor has. I've seen many people try to, uh, in those type of scenarios, 
maybe try to talk to patients and they don't have the skills to talk to the patient or even apply it to the patient. And uh, all that wonderful training has gone to waste and that patient's uh, time of need is wasted as well. So you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you can't apply it to the situation, um, it doesn't help. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help the other person. And if, it's, if you're trying to apply God's wisdom, it's wasted time. For giving guidance, for giving the prudence to those who are simple. Uh, for You want prudent behavior and you want to give prudence to the simple. The simple now is the simple, um, you know, um, the Lord making fun of people who are uneducated. No, it, it's not that. Um, my Bible translation says that the simple means the people who are without moral direction. The simple people who just don't know any better and so uh, you can sort of look at it like that but I think on the other hand um, when you read the scriptures uh, God uses the the wisdom of the world uh, to shame the wise and uh, so God's wisdom is supposed to be uh, God's foolishness is supposed to be man's wisdom so God, God uses his own foolishness to uh, shame the wise of the world. So God's trying to make it where his wisdom is the lowest common denominator. So that even the people who don't have the advantage of going to fine universities or to get the best education can understand it. It's the theology here is is not a lofty theology. It's all based on love. It's all based on Jesus Christ's love for you, love for me. It's very simple theology. But it's a stumbling block to the very smart because they feel like they have to do something. But God takes it all out of our hands. He's done it all. He is. Um, it's all about His relationship with us our relationship with Him. His love for us carries the day. His sacrifice on the cross carries the day. All we have to do is, is accept the fact that we are sinners and we are utterly and totally dependent on Him. For understanding the Proverbs and the parables, the sayings and the riddles of the wise. Well, a lot of times um, back in this day and age, uh, points were made in stories. People, uh, people love to hear stories. That's how uh, information was passed down from one generation to the other. And people could understand a story. There were, there were no books. You know, a book was a big deal. You know, now we take books for granted because we have iPads and computers and, and Kindles and all these electronic things. Books are taken for granted. Well, books were, books were awesome back then. Well, they had a scroll. You know, maybe the scroll was the big deal back then. But even a scroll was a big deal. But, you know, not everybody had a scroll. Nobody probably had a book. Um, so the entertainment was to, you know, there's no TV. The entertainment was to look up in the sky and make stories out of the stars. Or maybe to sit around campfires and tell stories. But to make these points so people could remember them, they would make these stories about people that you could identify with 
or ask it in a riddle so that you would engage the audience. So that's how people remembered stuff. So this is probably, as McGee says, this is probably the largest collection of parables anywhere in this book of Proverbs. Proverbs and parables. But he says that all of these proverbs hold water. They're still true today. Like many of these proverbs, um, many of these proverbs in, in the in the um, in the world today, the secular world, uh, they are disproven, you know, proverbs. And, and without me trying to go into all these examples of different proverbs, I think um, I'll have to leave it at that. But, but like, you know, um, proverbs like it's better to, you know, uh, look before you leap, things like that. Um, not always true, you know, but, but all of these proverbs here, um, in this book are true. They always stand true no matter what application, which is really interesting and, uh, really, uh, exciting. So the, the last one I'll just, will be for me just a little teaser down in verse seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The beginning of all knowledge is fear of the Lord. That's capital L-O-R-D, fear of God. Fear, are we supposed to fear him like he's a monster? No, this Lord, this our God loves us. This is a God in heaven who loves us, but fear, it's reverence. It's reverence, it's respect, it's awe. You know, that's the... um, that's the how the word uh, fear is applied. And a fool uh, would despise God's wisdom and instruction. A fool says there is no God. You know, so a, only a fool would say something like that. And so that's what the Bible, the Bible is, is real clear about that. And so the beginning of, of all knowledge is the awe and respect of our Father in heaven, of the God in heaven, the God who made you, the God who made this earth. That's that's the beginning of all of all wisdom. So um, so here we are, um, and looking at the looking at the book of Proverbs, and and um, you know one of the one of the criticisms I have in, of the secular world, of the secular morality today, seems like every time you turn around, there's somebody who wants their five minutes of fame. You know, people, there's all kind of people posting their philosophy on Twitter or posting on their Facebook pages or trying to write articles for newspapers or trying to uh, do video blogs or post their YouTube videos. It seems like everybody has a platform for themselves these days. Everybody, um, when given such a platform, the first thing they want to do is promote themselves. Um, I've never seen anything like it. It's like this whole generation and the next one coming along is all about um, themselves. Um, How can you promote yourself? You can go and watch these 
TED Talks or watch all these different things. Everybody's got a book. Everybody wants to promote themselves in some way. But the only wisdom that we know in this world comes from God. The only wisdom that lasts in this world comes from God. And sometimes um, man will look for their wisdom in whatever circumstance they want to have. And uh, so a lot of times you'll see people's wisdom change with the circumstances. We see a lot of that in politicians. They'll real critical, they'll be real critical of something one day, and then as time passes, they will be critical of the opposite point of view. Why? Because they want something. Because they want to get something. They want to vote, or they want power, or they want prestige. <clears throat> it's just amazing to me to see today how people's values can change. People's principles can change. People's ability to discern right and wrong can change. And the Bible clearly states that there is right and there is wrong. The Bible clearly states that only God's Word is true. Jesus Christ was the Word of God who became the flesh as we see in the book of John. Jesus Christ is the only truth. The only thing that will last are God's words. God's principles. God's truth and God's light. So here we are. And we have to figure out how to live by them. And that's what we've been looking at in Ecclesiastes. The relationship to our Lord, to our God in heaven, to our Holy Spirit, and to our our unity that we have in the church, and to that relationship, to how we live, how we walk. And this other book, this, this next book of Proverbs, is going to, I think, carry this torch forward. Again, We've explored how we walk in the Spirit, by the Spirit. But now we are going to think about the mind of Christ, the wisdom of Christ, the truth of Christ, the discernment of Christ. These are principles that acknowledge His authority. These are principles that acknowledge there is right and wrong. These are principles that only a fool would reject. Now... A fool meaning there is no God, there is no absolute right and wrong. And I will forewarn you, I'll forewarn myself. The temptation is is um, this moral relativism. What does that mean, moral relativism? In other words, morality can be uh, applied Instead of knowledge trying to be applied, people say, well, you know what? Um, I'm smart enough to try to apply knowledge and 
the the really the the knowledge of morality is what I really want to apply. And so then they say, well, you know, we have to apply knowledge in certain situations. We should apply our our morality in certain situations. And there you go. You begin to have this moral relativism. In other words, the circumstance might need me to make a decision one way this time around, and then the circumstance might need me to 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 uh, have a different opinion in another regard. It all depends on what the circumstance needs, but with these proverbs, there's only one morality. It's God's morality. There's only one right and wrong, and that's the right or wrong that comes from God. So I hope this is helpful to you. I hope this is a, a good introduction. Uh, I can't wait to uh, get started in this book. So for now, uh, we'll end here. We'll take up uh, as we begin Proverbs next time. And as, for me to all of you, uh, God bless you. I'll see you next time. Keep your heart centered on Christ. And now I'll turn the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. I look forward to working with you through this next book of Proverbs, this next study, book of Proverbs, and I can't wait, as always, to hear what you have to say. God bless you, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Hi. So today's teaching is coming from Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through to 5. And um, Proverbs is um, word study. It's um, it's a study of um, short sayings based on um, you know lifelong experiences, and um, in the book of Proverbs, it um, it was written by Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, and. Um, this book, it um, teaches the young men and women, us young women, men and women, um, to be wise. And um, it's an instruction for young men and women about um, not seeking our own understanding, but being wise and always seeking God's counsel. <clears throat> so it's an instruction. And... Um, it reads, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Verse 2 reads, To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. So, um, to know wisdom, this is the ability to use knowledge the right way, you know, the right knowledge. That this was in the Old Testament. Um, in the New Testament, believers today, they have a savior and that's Christ and wisdom appears 30 times in this particular um, book so 
First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, reads, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So, if we believe in Christ and not depend and 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 we trust Him and 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 not depend on our own understanding and we always put Christ first, that is the that is the beginning of um, wisdom. Um, I will skip where I had here to verse seven, which reads, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction." So. Um, there is a clear distinction between knowledge and wisdom. So knowledge is the mind of Christ, um, which relates to all parts of Christian living every day. So, you know, to have knowledge, and um, this is to have the mind of Christ. This is to, 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 to gain. If, if you want to hear Christ talk to you, you know, open scripture and read and understand. Let's not be ignorant as young Christians, as young, young people. When there is a book of instruction here in order for us to attain that knowledge and wisdom is the use of that knowledge that we've actually attained in um, Christian living so knowledge is translated so sorry wisdom is translated in in living so a challenge is given to young men um, and women that you know we may be wise and we may have the knowledge and the wisdom and um, we may hype the mind of Christ. <clears throat> so instruction appears 26 times in um, the book of Proverbs. And, um, you know, if we look at chapter of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 24, it reads, um, <clears throat> it reads, um, He who spares the rod hates his son. He who loves him disciplines him promptly. So, um, if we look at, um, you know, to spare the rod, um, as Christians, you spoil the child, and um, as 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 you know, young believers, we ought to be brought up in a way, <coughs> in line with Christ, um, following His wisdom and um, living by His word. So, um, you know, to receive instruction of wisdom. So to receive um, that instruction, like to be brought up in a godly, God-fearing um, way. So um, to perceive the words of understanding, and understanding is intelligence. So God expects us to be intelligent and not just to, you know, to read and just not understand and be ignorant about it. Let us let the Holy Spirit dwell in us. Um, and, um, if you and me, if we are smart, we will listen to the spirit of God, um, and it will tell us, um, 
it will guide us and it will it will tell us what to do it it it's it's a you know it's that shining light that's that will dwell in us so um if you look at justice um the word justice it says justice um to receive the instruction of wisdom justice judgment and equity to give prudence to the simple so um justice is the right behavior you know righteousness um and righteousness um what is the right you know this is what is right what god says is right and judgment you and i make a judgment in this particular case in this particular verse it says um it talks about um to receive the instruction of wisdom justice judgment so judgment um it's the decisions that we make if you get you know to a crossroads which way are you going to go how are you going to use your judgment you know are you going to go the right way or are you going to go the wrong the wrong way equity this refers to the principles rather than the conduct so the principles that should guide us like what are our guiding principles in life you know are we letting god lead the way are we letting god guide us um in our lives so um so um you know all these encompass um the instruction of wisdom um so this is to receive instruction of wisdom justice judgment equity and to give prudence to the simple so to give prudence to the simple this is to be wise in what we do you know wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove so knowledge is information and um and um, um it says to the young man knowledge and discretion so discretion this is thoughtfulness young men are Are, are to be thoughtful um, in everything that we do. You know, you just don't do things impromptu and 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 you know, expect a particular result. So um, this is this all encompasses um, to receive the instruction of wisdom. So um, it encompasses justice, judgment, and equity, and to give prudence to the simple, as well as um, to the young man knowledge and discretion so you know as a young wise man being guided um in the right path to to um to have knowledge to have the mind of Christ um we're supposed to receive instruction of wisdom justice judgment and equity and um you know verse 5 goes on to read a wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will will attain wise counsel so you know wise men will hear the characteristics of great men and um if you and I are smart we will listen to the spirit of god and we'll let it guide us and um we'll let us guide we'll let it guide us and we'll attain knowledge and wisdom so um you know the f- the first five chapters these are instructions and a challenge to young men to be wise to wisen up uh wake up be um you know receive the instruction of wisdom justice equity and um to give prudence um to the simple let us be thoughtful as 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 young people let us have let us live in the mind of Christ so um 
let us perceive the words of understanding. And, you know, understanding is intelligence. God expects us to be intelligent and to understand the word of God. We will only understand the word of God if uh, we listen to what the Spirit of God tells us. So, um, this is today's teaching. It's um, the first five verses. They're just looking at um, the instruction given to not only young men, young women, and... Um, and how to live, how to, to attain that wisdom, how to, to live in the spirit and how to, ha- to, 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 to have knowledge, um, the knowledge of God. And, you know, um, you know, knowledge is the mind of Christ and how to, um, how to attain that Christian living, you know, which is, um, you know, which is wisdom. This is um, Christian living is knowledge translated in, in everyday living. So um, let us be prudent and let us be wise and let us follow the instructions of um, how to be wise as young men. So yeah, this is today's um, introductory to the book of Proverbs. Um, Hoping to have you on board next time. Thank you for listening. God bless and bye-bye.